The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one. With me as always, John Grossi, the boss man. What's up, dude? Morning. Great show today. Little phone interview. We switched up a little bit. Yep. Well, it's summertime. Sometimes, you know, you got to change things up in the summer because it's laid back. And hot. And super hot. Summertime, summer ball. We have field manager of the Rochester Honkers up in the Northwoods League in Minnesota. Thomas Walker, T-Walk, former Poly baseball player. Star, star at Poly. Yeah, true. Well, and, he, well he resurrected the program. And uh, did you see that thing on, like, when he got the job, it was, like, the youngest guy to ever do it. Yeah. So well, this he's is 24 like, years old. He's 24 years old. He's already a manager of, like, a, a very elite summer ball squad with, like, a bunch of prospects. Future pro Future, ball players. Yeah, he's basically coaching Derek Jeter. Yeah, right the now. next Jer Derek Jeter. Very true. Yeah, he's a big deal. He's a great baseball mind. We've all known so that. So he's Joe Torre. Back in the day. He, yes, he's Joe Torre. So he's in charge of the MLB. He's basically Dave Roberts. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I knew I'd get you fired up. No. Thomas, <laughs> We, I do not, for one, I respect you, so I do not compare you to Dave Roberts. T-Walk. Great player. Great coach. I, I would love to play for him. But, you know me, it's just my, my career is over and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Injuries and, you know, it just didn't work out. So here I am. All right, big big interview. But we, we just cut out thirty minutes of Paul whining about <laughs> about his uh, his career that didn't quite work out. So if you want to hear that, just uh, DM us and we can send you to the full thirty minute whine. Hey, he does it every day. No, I don't. Okay, big show. Before we get to the interview, let's start with uh, our business. We are the official podcast of the countdown to the twenty twenty eight Olympics in LA. Quick countdown here for you, John, by the way. 3,683 days, 12 hours, 24 minutes. But I want to change things up a little bit for you. A little pitch here. A little pitch here. So North America got the World Cup in 2026. Should we become the official podcast of that countdown as well? Wow. See, that's, but that's a lot. Multiple you'd countdowns? Have to, you'd have that's to basically work double. I know, and it's difficult. <laughs> Like, we work enough. I do work pretty hard. I think we could do it. Okay, okay, but we could do what, it. Actually, you know what kind of pisses me off is the world. It's World Cup 2026, North America. It's not even the United States. Like, we didn't even get the whole thing. We have yeah. to share with Canada and Mexico. Like, we share landmass. I get that, but like, come on. Well, we all watched the video in like 2002 on the early days of YouTube where they're talking about like the one world government. And basically, like everyone's just trying to like take us, take us over, and then make us wear those suits that aliens wear, so yes. we all look the same, and then just like kill us. Well, it's continental drift. <laughs> if you think about it, that's yeah. all it is. And you know, we're meant to be. We're meant to be here with them. So they get. If the Earth is really round, Pangea will happen again, which would be crazy. Which it might not be. So, 
So America's going to get 17 cities, one of which is L.A., which is pretty tight. People forget the Olympics are going to be in L.A. in 2028 as well. They get six cities, three for Mexico, three for Canada. Uh, I like – they can have it, you know. They don't get too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they deserve it because they do they do nice things as well for us. Tacos, maple syrup, like all that good stuff. They're, they're, they're good with that. What I'm saying is – quick grind my gears. It's not a grind my gears segment, but quick grind my gears. So there's going to be three automatic bids to the World Cup. America, Mexico, and Canada, because they're all host cities. Oh, if you host, you get the automatic bid? Yeah. Ooh. So well, so it's about this trophy generation still. Yep. Everybody gets to participate now? I Why don't, don't we let every country play in the World Cup? Let's all do it. Why don't we all be a team, you know? Ooh, we should always host the World Cup, so we always get a bid, because we're not too good. Yeah, we. Uh, it, it's not as fun watching the World Cup, by the way. Know who I could definitely go without ever hearing his name ever again is Landon Donovan. <laughs> You're these Team Mexico? Yeah. Well, I, I just don't care. Like, just any, like, he's such a little, like, nerd, as you would put it. Yeah. He is a nerd. If that's, like, in any other sport, can you imagine him being the face of that sport? Yeah. There's he, no way. He's a loser. He, he, I, like, I, I, he wouldn't I can't ca- keep sugarcoating this. No. Thing. He wouldn't captain a curling team. I know that. He ain't winning a gold medal in curling. Like, those freaking. Awesome dudes. He looks like a junior accountant. I don't even think he could be the boss of an accounting firm. He's a vegan. He might be a vegan. I think he is. Well, that's fine. Not that there's anything wrong with that. N- not at all. We're, we're, we, we respect everybody. All appetites. Yep. Real quick, actually. Did you hear about this? Freaking the new beer carriers that they have in Russia. I saw those. Did you see those? Those are tight. Oh, my gosh. Whoever came up with that invention is a freaking genius. Well, this is what... I don't understand why everyone is spending all their money on like curing disease. Like we don't, why do we, we don't need to live longer. We need to start doing stuff like this that fixes stuff on earth right now. But like then we can still die. Well, everybody hates each other on earth anyway. So why would we cure cure diseases to live longer? Yeah. We want to live into just a miserable beer spilling earth for 150 years. Or would you rather live for, I don't know, 80 years and never spill your beer. Like the old days when life was great. Yeah. Well, even though life is great in 908. But, you know, you get you catch my drift, my continental drift. Back in the medieval times when you could just, you know, stab a, a f- enemy to win the princess. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Like Shrek. Unless you have armor. It's like Shrek. It's like Shrek. Going on a flight this weekend. Can't wait to watch Shrek on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, Memphis. Going to Memphis. Ooh, Tennessee. Yeah, doing, doing a little research on the old... Uh, Barbecue scene. You're the so only. We can, so we can up our Naples rib game. You're the only ten I see, bud. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, probably catch Shrek there, and then the longest yard back. No, not the longest yard. Kill Bill. They always play Kill Bill on planes. I like that movie, Kill Bill. It's a good movie. People think Russia doesn't do anything right, which maybe they don't. But this beer carrying thing is going to change everything, and I kind of want to bring it to America. Because if we if we suggest it, we could be like. No, 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 we didn't get this from the Russians. This is our idea. And they're going to be like, oh, you guys are American? Then, yeah, you guys, we'll do it. No, we got to hit up. Huh. Our future guest, spoiler alert, coming on the show in the next couple months, Mauricio over at Long Beach yeah. State. He's there. He should bring us one. He's in Russia? I think so. He's at the World Cup. In Russia? Yeah. Are you sure it's the World Cup of soccer? I think so. He's a soccer coach. Yeah, all right. That's crazy. I didn't even know we were allowed to fly over there. Yeah, it's... uh. Loud. Hmm. 
Moscow. Russian air. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the interview with T-Walk. Literal phone interview because we had him on a phone. Uh, Pauly alum. I don't get to do my Olympic what I'm excited for. What, okay, what are you excited for? Wasn't that the segment? Well, you know, it was the World Cup. The World Cup's coming. Oh, we're not doing what we're excited for. The well, you can, what are you excited for? Let's hear it. Well, I had a good one. Okay, go. Okay, I think you're going to like this one. A lot of pressure now, though. Yeah. You have a good one, so we'll ah, see. Sh- all right. Well, you're just – all right, so sports, right? You root for a team. Mm-hmm. And then whoever that team is playing, you don't like that other team. Oh, you hate them. So, like, in the finals for NBA, I was rooting for LeBron James. So, I hated the Warriors for that team, for that time. I think everybody does. We talk about we hate the Warriors, hate the Warriors. But now the World Cup's got me thinking about stuff. In the Olympics – I'm rooting for America, so I'm naturally going to say I hate other countries. But everyone's so gets so soft and problematic. It's sports. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched Mexico versus Germany, I was like, "Wow, I hate Germany." But I, but like I probably hate both of them if they're playing America. Right. But like we need a place, a safe space for hate. I like where you're at. Okay. So I can just be like, "Who's Argentina playing tomorrow?" Because I know I'm rooting for Croatia. Argentina. Yeah, I hate Croatia. Well, people forget they used to be Yugoslavia. But if if Croatia was playing Serbia, I love Croatia. I hate Serbia. Ooh, I think they hate each other. Exactly. Yeah. I'm pro Crow. <laughs> okay, so what do you suggest? Okay, what, so what, what, here's, what I got. here's what I got. It's a bar. It's a bar where we encourage, because you know, no one's going to be allowed to say it in that in 2028. So we encourage hatred. I haven't come up with a good name for it, but all I do know is that we'll have happy hour specials, but we're going to call it pissed off hour. Pissed off hour specials. Yeah, I like that. So that's that's what you're thinking about. So yeah. you don't know what it's going to Pissed off hour is what you're, is your... It's basically my thing. So I'm going to have a bar. It's called pissed off hour. As long as you come and talk about how you hate non-American countries. Ah, you can hate America if you want. If you're f- from like, you know, another country. I've heard of pissed off hour before. It's the menu, if, it's the menu of life. If an Argentinian comes into my bar and wants to talk crap on America, Argentine. that's fine. I mean, they're probably going to get booed. Yeah. Well, where's this bar going to be located? Which country? Centrally. Centrally located. Okay. The Long, equator? No, Long Beach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Long uh, Beach. It's going to be... Well, I might have to go on Signal Hill so I, to evade Long Beach uh, laws. Right. Okay. Anyway, that's my idea. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying it, like, it needs some, some work, but like I just thought, you got me last show for not preparing. This show, I saw we're doing the thing where we talk about the thing. So I did the thing and I did the research. Preparation is key. Preparation is key in everything, in all aspects of life. Baking, success. baseball, reading. Success. Success. Is when preparation meets opportunity. I like that. Together, everyone achieves more. Okay, yeah. let's get to the interview. Thomas Walker on the phone. Pauly alum, went to Oregon, transferred back to Golden West, then finished his career at UC Riverside mm-hmm. with Troy Percival. Pretty sick, huh? Good pitcher. Over there. Great pitcher. So let's get to the interview. But before, before we get to the interview... Let's talk about our girl, Michelle Kay, who we actually just saw today. Didn't she just, like, uplift the day for you? She did. So, like, we do promote Michelle Kay because she's our advertisers, but I'm not going to lie, she did not bring cookies today. She didn't. Which goes usually against her reputation because it was, like, one of the few times she ever didn't bring cookies. But it also brings her back down to earth because I know what everyone's thinking, like, this must be a fake lady because no lady always brings cookies. Well, you're right. It's, like, 90% of the time. Well, no one's perfect. No, yeah. You're right. People are close, like Michelle K. You want me to throw you in there? For the- <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. Yeah. All right, Michelle K. What? Do you have anything else to say? 
Just that she didn't bring cookies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah could but do, that's fine, you Michelle. Could do the rest. Michelle, that's okay. Yeah, we're okay with it we're because it was it. a business meeting. It yeah. was all business. Right. We'll, next time. We'll give you next time. It wasn't really a business meeting. She said hi. Yeah. Michelle K., your number one hardworking Long Beach realtor, provides personal one-on-one service and has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds of clients. She has our trust still. Even though she didn't bring the cookies, she still has our trust, yep. obviously, because she's the GOAT. Michelle gives back to the community through twice-yearly shred events and donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club, who just passed the gavel. Yep, new president in there. Who is it? Ben Goldberg. Ben Goldberg. Shout out to Ben Goldberg. Good guy. It's going to be a fun term. It's going to be a fun term. Is that, they call it a term? It's a term. Okay. Download the Michelle K app at the App Store. That's Michelle with? 1L. 1L. And start searching for your dream home today, betterlivinginlongbeach.com. Wow, it's, I don't know what it is about this city. On the phone with us, our boy, good friend of the show, Thomas Walker, T-Walk, field manager for the Rochester Honkers right now out in Minnesota. Are you are you tired right now? Let's start with that. Are you tired? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I am absolutely tired of being responsible for about 25 17 to 22 year olds i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty tired right now you you haven't like stopped i think you guys have a game every single day what, what's the schedule we do. like we, we get our first off day of the year this monday and then we go uh 39 days straight that's ridiculous grossy says he works hard but he doesn't work that hard dude yeah, I, I don't know, man. Grossy works pretty hard, man. He's a pretty hard working dude. Uh, I but I take my I take my little you know three days off, two days on, three days off, two days on, <laughs> you know. So, um, but back to you. Are you the youngest manager ever? I believe that is what the former head coach told me. He said he was at twenty six, so I, that would make me now the youngest manager ever at twenty four. Who? So you're managing kids kind of your age. I am managing quite a few ball players I played against. Really? And I manage against quite a few ball players I played against. Is that difficult to do? Do they listen to you? They absolutely do. You know, um, I'm not like overbearing by any means. You know, I just try to talk to them. Obviously, I, you know, command that kind of respect from them still. But, you know, having Josh Fry around, you know, being six foot eight also helps. <laughs> Are you scared of Josh Fry? I am not scared of Josh Fry. I've been punking Josh Fry since Whaley Park days. <laughs> I don't know. We might, have to get, uh, we might have to get him on the horn. He'll four-way call going, see what he has to say well, about Yeah, uh, except for I will admit that he absolutely owned me on the mound, pitcher versus batter, in our career, high school and college. So I will give him the credit there. Yeah, I mean, he's done that to a lot of guys, though. So I, don't, I think you're, you're in good company there. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your favorite part about summer ball? You know, honestly, the best part about summer ball is, like, when you go into all these different ballparks, it's all about, like, the it's like a fan-first atmosphere. So there's a lot of games being played. There's a lot of fun, like, promotions going on. And, honestly, I like to have fun with that. I like to, you know, pay attention. And I talk to the fans as much as I can. Those kids, you know, there's so many little kids running around. You know, actually, like, my, my girlfriend's in town, and she told me that she saw some kid hand another kid a signed baseball of his favorite player on our team. The kid, like, dropped, broke into tears, and, was so excited that he got an Alex Baeza baseball kid that playing with us from Hawaii. Um, but that's the best part, the fans. You know, these these people are so bought into the team and they're so excited about everything that's going on. It, it's really cool to be a part of. That's kind of like me when I walk down 2nd Street and uh, they all ask for my autograph and start busting into tears when I write my old uh, John Hancock on one of their uh, pieces of paper. 
Yeah, when everyone's shooting the shot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know how it is being the chosen one, dude. It's, it sounds to me like your fan base is a bunch of crybabies. So <laughs> it's kind of soft. I don't know. And so the Northwoods is the Northwoods League. Is that that's where you're, you're coaching right now, right? Correct. That's like one of the top leagues in the country, right? Without a doubt, you know. Um, I think a lot of coaches like sending their guys here because it is such a long season and such a grind that it's kind of the closest thing you'll do to pro ball before pro ball. So uh, okay, yeah, I think that's definitely its biggest draw. Did you play in in that league as well? I did not. I was actually going to play for the Honkers um, after my shoulder surgery and the rehab process didn't go as planned. Um, I was just an assistant last year and then uh, kind of won over the GM and owner. So that's how that one works. I would have hired you too, bud. What was that? I said I would have hired you too. Oh, I appreciate that, man. You're a good guy. <laughs> Are you looking to start a podcast in Minnesota that but that deals only about Long Beach stuff? Because we could get you. We could hire you. <laughs> I, I I'll be honest. With as much of the thumb I play right now, I cannot promise I would do you guys justice. <laughs> what do you think that a lot of these kids are, 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 is there likely some of these kids are going to go pro that you're coaching right now? Yeah, there, there's quite a few guys that are going to go pro. I mean, last year we had the Northwoods League MVP and Zach Zubia. He's DH over at the University of Texas. Um, he's definitely going to play some professional baseball. Um, we got quite a few guys that have a really good shot of playing pro ball. Quite a few guys that have been drafted already um, out of high school and then chose to go to college as well. Uh, kid Jalen McLaughlin, who's from the L.A. area, um, his father grew up coaching me at the Urban Youth Academy in Compton. Um, got drafted like the 30th round out of high school by the Mets and is now going to end up being a junior next year, so I'm sure he'll get picked again. Do you, So you, you finished your career up at UCR, right, Riverside? That's correct. You see what we've said. Uh, and you were co- were you coaching there for a little bit too? Yes, I stayed one year on staff. I was the assistant uh, director of baseball operations. Um, and then this past season I went to Golden West College to be a hitting coach, outfield coach. And that's where you're at right now? Correct. Tight. Have you ever gotten a hit off of Troy Percival? I actually did. Uh, Troy, his first year, first two years, got on the bump against us quite a few times. Really? Um um, we had quite a few guys take him deep. I did not. I, I believe I squared him up in the right center because uh, that's all I had in the tank that last year. <laughs> um, but uh, he had a nasty curveball to this day and can probably still hit 85. Really? Wow. Yeah. Troy Percival is the head coach at UCR for all you listeners out there. True. If you're not – well, if they're our listener and they're not following Troy Percival's career, yeah, like, are they really – Are you a sports fan? Yeah, I don't you know. See now, now this next question you might have got some some advice from Troy on, but how do you as a manager get mad at your team? How do I get mad at them? Yeah, what's your technique? I you know I I hate to admit it, but I I have some terrible language occasionally. Um, we had a couple like, games like where we struck. Yeah, you know I really you know my mom's a friend of the program as well, so I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that terrible language. Um, oh goodness! But you know, there was a couple games where we struck out looking a few times because you know the umpires aren't the greatest in the world. Oh boy! Um, and uh, you know, I was really upset that they didn't you know you know make the adjustment and just try and battle a little bit better. So you know, I had some choice words there, and you know, I had a couple choice words when I thought we didn't really have enough energy after an eight and a half hour bus ride to Bismarck, um, which is a little understandable. But you know, capital of what North Dakota. Energy. Yeah, Bismarck, North Dakota. Nice. 
I was gonna say just the uh, fact you're learning a lot. Just the fact that you can drop Bismarck and like know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm like really getting in tune with the Midwest. I'm like, is that is that near Oxnard? I, I have no idea what's going on. So. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to our last interview with uh, Bobby Hauk, but breaking news: all refs and umpires are blind. Is that what he? Is that what he? Oh wow! Yeah, you know, he, he, I'm I'm gonna. He broke that news. I'm going to refrain from saying too much more just in case the Northwoods League office is friends of the program. Oh, uh, true. Which, actually, they're, they're big, they, big time. Yeah, they called us the other day, yeah. actually, to try to be on the show. I figured. I figured. So I'm not going to say too much. You know, <laughs> the umpires are all really nice young men that just got out of school um, that are really trying their best. Um, and sometimes I don't say the nicest things to them either. But, you know, we're going to leave it at that. Okay. Well, we'll take that. What do you miss most about Long Beach Summers? Uh, the beach is a big part of that, definitely. Um, there's bugs out here that I swear to you are the size of, like, little children. That, <laughs> and I do nothing but bathe in bug spray and put all this, like, stuff on my bug bites. And that's probably the biggest thing I miss is not being eaten alive every summer. <laughs> June bugs? Is it June bugs? I don't. I, I don't even know what to tell you, man. I don't know. Some of them are small. Some of them are big. Some of them are definitely mosquitoes. Some of them are just gnats. Regardless, I'm constantly, you know, buying bug spray, trying to not die. Are you an off guy, off brand, or else? I've tried it. I've tried it all. I've tried it all. Me, me and Fry go to Walmart and just knock everything into the basket off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick uh, idea here for you: bug spray. That's like a cologne. Keep that one in your back pocket. Tell, tell you could yeah. you could pitch that to some some Minnesota people out there and just see what happens. Roll I, with it. We might take that to Mark Cuban Shark Tank. Yeah, all right, I'm in. Hey, how come Neosporin doesn't come in big bottles? It's only the little one. It's huh? all you can only get Neosporin in that little bottle. It's like my favorite like lotion. But then if you halfway through the tube, you lose it, and then you got to get another one. Exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. Whoever is running Neosporin is just a good businessman, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. So you you started your career at the U of O, University of Oregon. Tr- did you, Correct. Tr- you transferred back to Golden West, right? Right. And then you went to UCR. What's the most difficult part about that process, that transferring process, and you know, getting to know new people and new teams and whatnot? You know, one of the hardest things for me definitely was just the fact that, like, I was super excited about going to Oregon and super excited. Everyone knew about it. A lot of people knew about it back home in town. Um, and just kind of, you know, coming home and dealing with the whole not thinking you're good enough part of it, you know, and, you know, re-motivating yourself to get back to that level, I would say. Um, when I was at Golden West, I had great coaches, great teammates, like, just great people around me, quite a few local guys, Bobby Webb, Daniel DeWolf, Solomon Williams, you know. You know, good group of guys around me to keep me motivated. Um, and then once I got to Riverside, uh, my first head coach there, Doug Smith, and then when Troy took over as well, they were all really important parts of, you know, continuing that growth and development in the game for me. So I just was blessed to have so many good coaches around me. And to be honest, even the coaches up at Oregon were amazing to me and have continued to be amazing towards me as I've gotten into the coaching world as well. I noticed you mentioned some of those good guys from Long Beach, Daniel DeWolf, Solomon Williams, Bobby Webb. All Wilson guys. Your brother also a Wilson guy. So, so what made you go to Poly? That's incorrect. He graduated from Long Beach Poly, John. Oh, geez. Okay, I forgot. Why? Well, that is incorrect. I guess when I used to see him, he was at Wilson, and I didn't Possibly. see him. I don't know at Poly. Why don't you do your research, well, John? Yeah, that's my bad. Well, I, the the Glenn Walker Wikipedia needs some updating. That's for sure. Well, the best part about <laughs> our, about us is we don't do any research. We just kind of roll with it. 
every single show. Yeah. And, you know, it's been working well so far. Well, well my question stands. You got all offended because I offended your family and said they graduated from the wrong high school. But why did you go to Poly? I just thought Long Beach Poly High School is a better fit for me in my career. And I think it worked out just fine. I think it did, too. I'm going to be honest. I think you kind of resurrected that Poly program. Would you say that or do you are you too humble? I definitely wouldn't say that. Um, there was quite a few good ball players that came in before me. Um, you know, Brent Tawney was you know, a really good baseball yeah, player there for four years. And, you know, Joe Terry ended up actually getting drafted three times uh, in his career post poly high school. Um, but, you know, I think if anything, I just did my best to let people know around town who we were. I'm kind of got a loud mouth, and I think both of you know that from knowing me for some time now. <laughs> were you were you the first Pauly baseball player to be named captain of a baseball team? I don't know that for sure, to be honest. Um, but I know Toby definitely probably made me, Coach Hess definitely had me named a captain and might have been one of the first in his time there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, were, I do not. You were the only player to wear a C on your jersey, so that was kind of cool. I, you know, actually, we had one other guy, Trevor Kellogg, um, when I was a junior, also had to see on his jersey as well. Okay. Um, he was just, you know, he, I don't know, maybe had a, he was in the bullpen a lot, getting warm, ready okay. to come in, so maybe, we, maybe I just didn't see it. Yeah, Paul, Paul always disrespects yeah. Trevor Kellogg. That, that's my bad, Trev. <laughs> uh, <laughs> big friend of the show. Yeah. I see, unbelievable. It's, it's a long-standing beef. Um, so, we're so, Tre, hey, hey, T. Hoff, we're sorry. We're sorry about that. What? No, what's T. Hoff? It's T. Kellogg. Oh yeah, Trevor Hoffman. <laughs> I knew Trevor Hoffman. I, I immediately, you said bullpen. I immediately assumed he was just great. Oh goodness. So you're the new hitting coach at Golden West right now, right? The hitting coach and outfield coach. Yeah, yeah. I also coach. I coach first base. You know. Ooh. So you have to wear the helmet. Yep, got to wear the helmet every time. Do you agree that the first base coach is like should not even be there? Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yes and no. Um, we've got some guys that don't know the signs and just never uh, get okay. the signs. Yeah, true. Um, so I do a lot of, of whispering. Um, I do a lot of holding of equipment, but you're right. Anyone could do that. Um, but you have to yeah, tell funny jokes, I, I think. You have to keep things loose on first base. Do you have any, like – Absolutely. Is it is it difficult if you, like, don't like the player? Is it difficult to talk to them? Uh, I – there is a few, definitely a few. I wouldn't say it's because I don't like them. You know, sometimes you just get a couple guys, you know, aren't the best conversational. Okay. Um, I do enjoy talking to most first basemen. Um, and then I coach third base out here, so I do like to talk to all the third basemen Ooh. as well. Um, I like to take some jabs at umpires when I can and get away with it. Nice. But, you know, it what, is what it Which is. one of your go-tos? Uh, I'm a big – I ask a lot of questions, you know. Like, are, are you sure – are you really <laughs> sure about that? Nice. I like okay, that. okay. Really know, really you know, get in their I, head. You're swimming in there. Yeah, I really don't try and threaten anyone too hard. Just, you know, ask the question. You know, make them think about it. Exactly. Now they're thinking, yeah, maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All it takes is one question, and I, I will flip my whole, like, confidence on its head, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, when you've traveled around, Thomas, and you've seen – you know, all sorts of parts of the country in the baseball world. Do people actually respect Long Beach baseball or, or do we just think that here and they don't really care? No, you know, honestly, 
the dirtbags, you know, obviously I'm not a dirtbag and I was a rival against them in Big West. Dirtbags have done a great job of putting us on the map. Um, we have so many great Long Beach baseball alumni that people have heard that have come out of our area. And then, you know, the fact that the Blair Field hosts the area coach. I mean, young high school players that are going in the top 10 rounds of every draft come and play every August at the area codes at Long Beach State. So people know about Long Beach. Um, they know about Blair Field. They've seen the high school, Wilson, right across the street. Um, a lot of people do know about it. And then, you know, there's so many good baseball players that have put us on the map from the Chase Utley's and, you know, Aaron Hicks, you know, being such a star in New York now. I mean, it's really awesome for the city. So I definitely say we have the respect of a good part of the country. Nice. Good to hear. I noticed you didn't say my name during that Long Beach uh, talent thing. What's what's with that? You know, you know, Paul. I'm still I'm still a little mad at um, the fall when I was at Golden West and you were at Biola, um, and I had a home run against you guys, and then your pitcher dove Solomon right away, and you got really excited when Solomon got beamed. It looked like to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, people don't forget. I didn't. I. It might have been 2012. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I didn't tell anybody to do anything. Okay. I'm just a bystander. <sighs> I go out there and hit 400, and that's all I do. <laughs> but let's be honest; like that sounds like a pretty good time watching Solomon get beaten. I, I, I'd like to see that. Solomon did not get mad at the pitcher. Did not get mad at anyone else. Immediately pointed at me in the dugout and got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought my bat flip was very tasteful, very Alex Rodriguez, like not you know Cody or not very uh, Carlos Gonzalez or Yasiel Puig, if you will, but very classy. But you know, apparently. Yeah. You know, that Biola College likes to throw at guys. I don't know. Thomas, you do what you want your own time. When you come on my show, you don't talk about Yasiel Puig. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I didn't say I didn't like Yasiel Puig. That is incorrect. I love Yasiel Puig. Okay, that's good. He's got the biggest bat flip in the game right now. Okay. Yes, I'm a big bat flip guy. I feel like you can have fun no matter what uh, when you play baseball because it's it's literally a game. Uh, people forget that it's actually a game, so you can actually have fun while you play. And if you hit a single up the middle, why not celebrate? Flip the bat and see what happens, you know? Yeah. A little Tory Hunter action, you know? Every time you barrel a ball up, dish the bat and have fun. Yes. Oh, wow. He, Tom is really getting deep in Minnesota. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. You're a, you're a yeah. diehard Minnesota guy now. He's going to start bringing up Tory every time he gets a chance. I didn't know who Tory Hunter was until so he became an angel, let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> Who, who did you get your coaching style from, and wh- and what is that style? Well, when I'm at third base, if you've ever seen Ron Washington coach third base, he used to be the Rangers manager. He coached third base for the A's for quite some time. I believe he's with the Braves now. I would definitely be very Ron Washington-like at third base in the terms of I'm really excited and I chase my base runners home. Um, when okay. I'm in the dugout, I try and keep things as, as loose and light as possible and keep the environment uh, fun and, you know, happy. So I, do, I don't know which manager that would be. I, I definitely don't have a manager that I'm like when in terms of arguing because I've been ejected once and I really didn't say any – I didn't say any cuss words or anything. It was kind of weak. Oh, that is weak. Um, Dude, if you're going to get yeah, tossed, no. you got to go all out, I think. Yeah, but, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to keep it real. Um, if I go too far – I can get fined like a whole oh. grand, and oh, you don't want I'm, that. I'm gonna be honest, I, I don't have that much money. <laughs> Same. We're spending it all on bug spray. Which, what are you gonna I'm do? I'm spending it all on bug spray. I'm gonna have to pay this fine off with credit. And, like, <laughs> it's not gonna work. And that's difficult to do. Yeah. All right. I get it. I, I get that. it. So we. So I really try and flirt with the line of of uh, that fine. <laughs> How much can I possibly not get fined? 
Hey, back to Minnesota people real fast. Do they just are they just in love with Maurer or what's that all about? Big, big Joe Maurer can do no wrong. He's a saint out here. Well, people forget he also Absolute played football. Saint. Yeah, that is crazy, isn't it? Where was he like supposed to go to some big time school and play quarterback or something? Yeah, something like that. And then he decided to just uh play a little baseball, which is probably no brainer. You make more money. Yeah, without a doubt, and hopefully no head injuries. Do they do they ever get mad at like your team in that super nice Minnesotan way though? They're just like, oh well, you should have you should have picked up a player like Joe Maurer, a nice young man. That was an incredible uh, Minnesota acting you just dropped right there. I like that Joe Maurer kid. He's a he's a real good one. Where, yes, you know that that's that's as good as it gets impersonating a fan for sure. Yeah, we're we're pretty white, so we can, we can do that accent pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah. I, I, in I haven't nailed it down yet. <laughs> keep working, keep working. Do, have you uh, worked on worked on? Uh, are you a hockey guy now? I, you know, I am a, I am a, I'm a fan of the Kings. Can playoff time for sure. Yeah, but I mean, like, can can you play hockey? Absolutely not. I can't play hockey. <laughs> I can barely. I can't skate. <laughs> you got to be working on that, dude. That's all they do up there. Well, he's there. I, it's I, summertime. No, 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 no. Yeah, those blades. Yeah, no, those. That's not for me. Okay. We'll we'll work on it when you get back down here. We'll go to the rinks over here in uh, and, <laughs> right. you know yeah. where that is. All right. So we yeah, f- I do. We finish all of our our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. Um, are you ready all for right. this? Yeah, let's do it. We call this uh, we'll call this round in third because we're gonna go home. <laughs> How's that sound? All right. That sounds great. How do we make the Reds relevant again? Oh, a ton of good draft picks. You're a huge Reds fan. Why are you a Reds fan? My mom grew up 30 minutes uh, north of Cincinnati. It's like the first baseball game I remember going to. And just because the going got tough, I don't go going. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant or bar in Long Beach? Legends. Love that. Good call. Okay. What's your best sports moment ever? Could be you playing. Could be anything. 2008 Pony World Series championships with all my boys from Whaley Park. Hell yeah! There you go. You put us on the map, dude. We're uh, we're pony we're pony league USA now. This is true. Have you been to the Plumber Building? To what building? The Plumber Building. I have not. It's a classic in Rochester, Minnesota. Did you, did you just I, look I that up. It's like it's in like the first line of Google. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't been there yet? Um, well, Paul got on me last episode and said I didn't do any research, so I did some research today. What, what's your, no, what, I haven't. Well, you got to go. It's, I hear it's just gorgeous. What's your, what's your post-game meal in, in Minnesota after a big win? Um, we actually get post-game meals catered to the field, so it gets switched up all the time. I'd say my favorite is this Victoria's Paul that we have. Um, best pasta i've ever had in my life so, really um, that's my favorite of the of the post-game meals we get but we get a post-game meal after every game well i hear about all these italians going to minnesota now and yeah. really taking over the the italian business that's true that yeah, makes sense uh is your mom still crushing the sunday school game my mom is not crushing the sunday school game anymore um she is in full grandma mode oh, uh, wow. as often as possible Got okay it. well she's in the hall of fame anyway so Right next to your mom's yeah. Best Sunday school teachers we ever had. Is that right? Without without a doubt. It's like Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth of Sunday school teachers. Without a doubt. Who? How's your pitching staff right now? We need more actual bodies, 
but they're doing very good, and that's all because of my man Josh Fry, for sure. Okay. I, if I was there, I probably could take Fry deep in his pitching staff, but, I mean, you know, but that's just me. That's just me. You being, are the chosen one. Exactly. TCO. Do you guys implement the shift? Do we what? Do you implement the shift? Yes, uh, Josh is a big shift guy. We actually oh, tried out a couple times last summer, um, but not to the extreme of you know Major League Baseball. You know, it's pretty much basically if there's a big lefty that's dead pull, we'll slide some guys over. Other than that, you know, it's a couple steps here, a couple steps there. Oh, old old that's, Josh, that's classic old fry. Josh Buckley Fry, huh? Yeah, Are you? Who's your favorite Long Beach athlete ever? Oh man, you know what? I'm going with Jordan Bell right now because he just got himself an NBA final. All right, all right. Did you go to school with him? I was. He was at school twice with him. He used to hang out at Whaley Park during the summers too. I've known Jordan since he was a little kid. All right, hell yeah, uh, Thomas. I gotta tell you, I just know Paul well, and I know he wrote that question because he wanted you to say him. And I just watched his heart sink I, right there. Well, I thought it, I thought it might be. Uh, it, he could have chose me, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I, it was if just he made the question more specific, like who's your favorite three sport athlete that you ever saw in the more league? Like I would have been like, you know, the chosen one. See, as yeah. Simple as that. Well, see, I, I didn't want to put it right down the middle of the plate. I wanted to paint the corner a little bit, and maybe you turn on one, you know. Well, but you know, <laughs> I'm I'm Sorry, glad I'm glad you way. didn't choose him. Just so you know, I'm I'm very glad you didn't choose him. <laughs> All right, T-Walk, thanks for joining the show, man. We'll uh, Hey, we'll talk to you soon. Good luck the rest of the yeah, uh, the summer over up in Rochester, Minnesota. I appreciate that, guys. Thanks for the call. What's, right, your, what's your team name, Honkers? Yeah, the Honkers. Go Honks. Hey, throw some gear our way if you can, eh? Hey, you know I'm coming home with the good sound stuff. Oh, I love that. We'll, we got a shirt for you over here. Ah, sounds good. All right, bud. All right, Thomas. Bye, guys. Wow, you're so dominant. I wonder how T-Walk's day off went. You know how he had like a bunch of days in a row where he's been coaching and he only had one day off? Yeah. Which was like last Monday or something? I wonder what he did. T-Walk's day off, just like Ferris Bueller. I mean, it sounds like basically if he's not working, he is just in his own head about the fact that mosquitoes are eating him alive. <laughs> so I feel like it's one of those very things where, where he has a very pertinent problem in his life and it's probably best he doesn't take time off to like realize that every part of his body has pus coming out of it it scared me a little bit i was scared for him you know me i don't like bugs it makes me not want spiders to go there during the summertime to do we have a spider update by the way i do have a spider update. okay let's hear it i'm glad you asked me because we haven't talked about spiders for a while well just i don't understand you know these big spiders that like first of all like my parents told me that that they're harmless. The big ones in the bathroom. Are, yeah, they're harmless. Big which are harmless. no one actually knows if that's true. I think that's just been passed down through generations. But why is there always one big spider in my bathroom, but not other ones? But if you kill the one, there's automatically a new one. Uh, I think it's like uh, reproduction. Don't they like have babies and whatnot? And no, but like coming? if you kill, I could kill, 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 kill. There would still be another one always ready to go. Yeah. But there's never two. You know what, what rattles me a little bit? So there's these deathly spiders, right? Yeah. Like black widows, like they kill if they bite you, they kill you. Yeah. Or something like that. So I don't know if that's true, but I definitely think it is. I'm scared of I'm it. I'm scared too. So I mean, what if you accidentally like run into a spider web with a black widow and they bite you? So it's just over? You're done, though? 
I guess. That's crazy. See, there's no spider Life, dude, spider crazy. knowledge covered in the schools. Like, they they teach us all this stuff, but like what I all our spider knowledge is passed down from like old proverbs from the 1600s. It it's should, basically just grandmas in, from the 1600s telling their kids not to worry about it, but we should be worried probably. Pythagorean theorem, Microsoft Excel, taxes, and spider updates. Yes. That's what we should get. Yeah, like what are we learning about? Health? That's a myth. Everything's a myth. Everything in moderation. Give me a break. No one's healthy. All right. I think T-Walk went to probably went to like Lake Minnetonka or something like that. Something nice. You know, get on the boat. Stay, get away from the spot. How long have you been wanting to tell people you know what that lake is? I know. I that's, was, a good, that's a good draw. Well, that's you know, and uh, we've just been going on the lake and, you know, the the pond has been melted because of the ice. And uh, we're out there, you know, we're, sh- we're skiing and we're drinking beers on the lake and it's been fun. And, uh, you know. Well, ice melted is ice wasted, and I've always thought that. Hey, you know what I, I saw the other day? You're going to be pumped. Uh, 624, which is this Sunday, there's a promotion, Rochester Honkers game. It's uh, b- bring your beer belly to beer gut to the park. No game. way. I swear to you. I, wow. I just saw it, I swear. And they, B-Y-O-B-G. There's a picture of like these people's stomachs, so it's going to be like a beer belly competition. Are, and you, the goal is to have it hang out. Yeah, should we fly you up? <laughs> it might be worth it. it might, <laughs> that trip might pay for itself. If there's any sort of financial prize. Well, you're going to Nashville, you, or uh, you're going to Memphis. Might as well just I'll, swing I'll, back up. Well, let's hop on the Mississippi. Airplanes have to go higher in order to like reach their destination. So if you look at a map, you got to go up and back down. So you're basically going to be in Minnesota. Yes. Yes. Right. Parachute out. See what happens. I might. Well, I'm scared of parachutes. Yeah, true. again, same. Like spiders, it's never really covered in the schools. Is this heights thing for real? Have you ever been on Supreme Scream? Yeah, it's pretty scary. I've never been. I would not suggest it. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's. <laughs> it, it was... I've been many times, but it's not one of those things where I'm like, now I'm like, oh, this this is tight. It's not fun. It's just scary. Well, I'm just at the point where people people say, oh, you're you're old. You're old now. You'd probably like it. Will I? Like what? What? What age does it change? Roller coasters are not fun. You can go on them, and then you like overcome your fear, I guess. But like, there's nothing fun about it. Yeah. What's fun? It's like going in the ocean. Like I hate sharks. I hated sharks when I was young, and I still hate them. You ever seen Jaws? <laughs> Jaws came out the other like not the other day, today, like years ago. Wasn't that Steven Spielberg? Yeah. See, Steven Spielberg's a freaking jerk. And he pretends like he's a Long Beach State guy. No, you're not, guy. You we, probably took online classes, bro. Give me a break. We've already gone over this a little bit, but I'm so tired of President Jane Close Connolly over Long Beach State on Twitter saying proud of her alumni that she had nothing. Like, right. she would go on the Steven Spielberg and say, so proud of our alumni. Yeah. Shut up. You didn't know what Long Beach was when Steven Spielberg was here. She's not from here. No. She's, she's not going to be here in like five years. Where's she from? I don't know. She just hops to whatever university, pays her more money. Russia. <laughs> she's probably from Russia. That's the, I don't know if that's true. Well, but all I'm saying is, and don't like do this thing like you're the mother of like everyone who went there proud of you. Steven Spielberg doesn't care if you're proud of him. I guarantee Spiel, Spielberg doesn't know who if she is. If you do an unbelievable job, maybe he can be proud of you. Yeah. But you're not proud of him. That is very that true. That just pisses me off. That's true. Also- he gave your school money. You know, you didn't give him any money. Tired of it. I'm tired of it, too. Should we, like, get into a Twitter beef? I'm in. I saw this photo that she posted. Oh, uh, this today. 
she's it's like my oh, college something about my college proud of my college or something yeah and she was proud of like maryland bowl or something like that and look i you're not proud of maryland bowl she's proud of the school because she donated the five mil yeah you know stop saying you're proud of stuff you're ruining the word yeah it, my mom says she's proud of me and i'm pumped up but now but I, does you, it mean anything but yeah you had no. to earn that respect from your mom because she's proven it for years on earth that you haven't. That's true. Very true. But if you said you're proud of your mom, oh, yeah. she'd slap you right across the face. She's like, who are you to say that yeah. you're proud of me? Yeah. She actually, I was wondering why she slapped me the other day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She didn't. Mom would never do that to me. Shout out to Cece. We just cut All out right. 30 minutes of Paul uh, sweet talking his mom. Right All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, shoot yours hot topic. We haven't done it in a while. Okay. Shoot your shot topic. Got a quick one here for you, John. Who flops more? It's World Cup season. Who flops more? Basketball or soccer? Where are you at on this? <laughs> I'm pissed, as usual, about everything. Yeah. I turned on the World Cup, and it was immediately. that. I guess it, it's just so clearly soccer. It's so bad. And they, and they all cradle into that one position mm-hmm. and act like, They'll act like they're puking when it's usually just like their knee got scratched. Well, they get well. What about when they get clipped in the ankle and then they hold their knee like their knee's broken, and it's like that's not the body part that was hurt. You know, like yeah. if it got if anything got hurt, it wasn't the knee. I agree. They are I all just, they're all frauds. I they're all frauds, just like fra- fathers. The th- the thing is, it's a clear win for soccer. If you take out the state of Texas, which houses Chris Paul and James Harden, it's a clear win for soccer. They're doing their job to, to globalize the game and make us more floppers, but I don't think two men alone can take on the entire world of soccer. I I agree. It's getting close, though, dude. And you know what? I might even go basketball now. It's getting bad. Well, I might even go basketball now because, listen, hear me out, hear me out. Soccer is an international game. And as you know, we're not in the World Cup. We're not very good at soccer, USA. USA soccer actually doesn't flop that much Mm because we're a little bit tougher than everybody else. But USA basketball is like top tier, Mm -hmm. top tier. And they flop a ton. So I think USA basketball flops more than USA soccer. I really do. I well, really yes. do. If you keep it within USA, I would. And agree. it's almost. I would agree with that. It's almost part. It's it's gotten to a point where it's part of the game now. Landon Donovan doesn't flop. He just is literally hurt all the time. Yeah. Well, because he's vegan. Because <laughs> he's vegan. Like what? Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. But it's part of the game because if you get clipped and you like throw your head back, like oh that one hurt. That then the the referees see mm-hmm. that you got hit and it's like you know what that is a foul. You're right. Uh, correction, if you heard our last show, the referees don't see that. Oh, that's true, because they're blind. All refs are blind, as, as per Bobby Hawk. Excuse Hawk. me. So, all refs are blind. What we're forgetting is that all refs are blind, so what really sells them is the whining. The, ah! Yeah, the yell. Like a Pau Gasol yell. Ah! Like, you, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Nothing hurts to the point where you yell. I don't get it. Like, when's the last time s- someone just, like, actually got hurt and, and, and yelled? Never. Never happens. I got actually another hot topic for you. I didn't want to bring it up, but I just thought about it. Uh, you hear about this guy that plays per- for Morocco? He got a concussion and was like knocked out on the pitch. On the pitch, it's the pitch because it's soccer. Got knocked out on the pitch, taken out of the game, went to the hospital, 
six days later, he's he played today against Portugal, Morocco versus Portugal. He played today, and everybody flipped out. He's like, oh, concussion, he shouldn't be playing and stuff like that. And, I mean, look, I'm a brain guy. I like people's – I like brains. It makes you think and stuff like that. But when it – I mean, let's not be soft. The guy wanted to play. So give him a break. Everybody's yelling at FIFA. Like, where's, where's your concussion protocol? This ain't the NFL, okay? Soccer's a tough sport. A lot of contact, as you can see, with all these guys getting hurt, right? Agreed. Yeah. So, I, you know, in all honesty, I think it's okay for him to play. Yeah. Morocco Also, just, the World Cup only comes every four once years. Once every four years. Yeah, and people often forget that it only comes around four years. So, if this guy misses this match, he won't be able to play for four years from until four yeah, years from I'd now. Let him, I would have put him right back out on the field, actually. Yeah. So, I'm sick and tired of people saying, what's wrong with FIFA? This concussion thing is really messed up. FIFA, I think he got it figured out. Hey, if Morocco has an argument they need settled and they need to call in one golfer, who do they call in? Morocco Mediate. Morocco Mediate. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, huh? <laughs> that was good. Did you think about that? Yeah. That's cool. You give me a lot of time to think of jokes while you're talking. Yeah, thanks. All right. You got anything else? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy to end on the Morocco Mediate joke. <laughs> okay. If, we'll, we'll cut everything out after If you don't that, get so it, you, you just obviously were not watching whatever the 2008 U.S. Open. Yeah, or well, or this U.S. Open that just happened because because they talked about it for a while because it's the 10-year Did anniversary. They? Yeah. Oh, nice. It was the 10-year anniversary of Tiger's victory. Oh, nice. Hey, by the way, everybody, it is charity golf season. Catch your boys out on the links. Ooh, just a got saucy. An, just got an email today from at Precious Life Shelter. Big. They're looking for uh, us to be out there, which we will. I also, John, I want to tell you, I was golfing the other day, mm-hmm. and first couple holes, not very good, right? I wasn't very good because well, why? Loose. I wasn't loose. Fourth hole, fifth hole, had all my fader aid already. Mm-hmm. Right down the fairway every time, knocking yep. putts down. My chip, my short game was unreal. So mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm locked and loaded for this. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. I'm ready to roll, dude. We're going we're gonna to get out there and we're going to turn some heads. Without a doubt. It'll be our good looks and it'll be our great cheering when, cheering. when we make a standard par putt. Yep. <laughs> the <laughs> 17th in a row. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, the 908 Athlete of the Week this week is friend of the show, one of our best friends, Matt Duffy of the Tampa Bay Rays. Wow. Duffy's Good been job, Matt. killing it, dude. Hitting 317 this year. I'm not surprised he's been hitting 317 his whole life. But anyways, hitting 333 in the month of June, 23 hits, six doubles, two home runs. Those two home runs, home runs against the Yankees, which are America's team. Right? I mean, everybody likes the Yankees. I like the Yankees. I don't mind them. I just... They've, they're always good, you know? And Babe Ruth. You gotta like Babe Ruth. Well, if you watch The Babe, you should. Or 61. All these baseball movies are about the Yankees. Except for, like, For the Love of the Game, which is the Tigers. Major League. The Indians. Major Leagues, yeah. But we don't say that, that word anymore. Angels in the outfield. Yeah, you're right. Jackie Robinson. Bull Durham. Private Bull Durham, yeah. Um, Sandlot. Twins have a movie. What's that one? <laughs> Well, the Yankees are leading with two. Yeah, the, the Yankees do have a whopping two movies about them. So we all kind of hate them. And uh, no, no, we dude, like. What's the Jimmy Fallon one with the Red Sox, dude? Literally every team has a has a movie. We should go find whatever team doesn't have a movie and the make Rays, it. the Rays. Oh, they no, no, do no, the, the rookie, no, no, the, the rookie. rookie. Uh, what about the Astros? 
Nah, uh, I don't like the Astros. They just won the World Series. What yeah, about no. the uh, the Cardinals? How do the Cardinals not have a movie? I think they might. They probably have one. With Stan Musial? Yeah, but if you think about it, the Midwest is like, uh, they have their own part of the United States. So they probably have their own movies, movies yeah, <laughs> that we don't know about. Wouldn't you say? Do you think they have Edwards 26s out there? I don't think so. Probably Edwards 2. <laughs> There's we, literally like what if we 10 went, people What if we went city. to every single Edwards? How, how many are there? Probably 26. You think we have the last one? Yeah, that's why it's Edwards 26. That's why we put it in the center of town? Yeah, right in the center of town. Town with an, with an E at the end of it, though. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a debate for another day. All right. You got anything else about old Duff, man? Uh, he's a great guy. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm I re- a big Rays fan, by the way. I did actively root against him when he played the Dodgers when he was on the Giants but other than that I always actively root for him I well nobody could root for the Giants and I think tough. he I think he knew that that's why he wanted out yep that's our show speaking of wanting out our listeners uh great show by the way John thanks for being here that was a good one remember to subscribe to the podcast uh app store or apple podcasts shoot your shot also go to the app store and download our app 908 app text one of your friends right now say say this was a great show listen to our podcast also not a not a lot of stuff happens during the summer because there's no sports happening so if you want to fill up a segment and give us a call do it just let us know dm quick dm 908 sports dm us asking or saying why you want to be on the show and if it's good enough We'll DM you back. Make sure you send us your picture so we know you have a radio face. Or if you're a baddie, DM us anyways because, you know, life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot.